Hello and welcome to Tales of the Texas Rangers from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The National Broadcasting Company presents Joe McRae in Tales of the Texas Rangers. Tonight transcribed from Hollywood, another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. Starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jake Pearson. Texas, more than 260,000 square miles. And 50 men who make up the most famous and oldest law enforcement party in North America. Somebody doing it, though? 
I have. Well, here we are. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hi, there. Tie the horses off the fence here. I don't want them tramping around near the body. Go on, dear. Coots with you a long time, Mr. Galt? No, I hired him on less than a week ago. He was new around here, Chase. Only been here about a month, old soul. You ever say where he came from? Yep, yep, over around Martha. Hit with both valves, Chase. Once through the stomach, once through the head. Yeah. He was on the ground when the second charge hit him, though. Look, some of the shots took the grass. Yeah. Yeah. Killer's horse stopped here, too. Looks like. Yeah. Coots must have had a fist fight with the man and killed him. How do you think of that, Jase? A little dried blood in the grass here. A couple marks and some of the blades pressed down as though somebody's been lying here. Yeah. Coots was shot, though. Might be his blood, you know. Yeah. With his wounds, he was killed instantly. He didn't move 15 feet and then back again after getting blasted like that. Come on. Yeah, what you looking for? Mark moved off this way. Prince mixed right in with some of your herd. They were grazing around here and then took off mighty sudden. See here where they dug in to get started? Yeah, yeah. that could mean the cattle people, all right? Chasing the stock, Jace. We'll find out. Let's get back to the horses and follow this trail. <laughs> Shotguns. One other thing first. 
couple of deep tracks in that ditch off the road. Must have had rain here recently. Yeah, day before yesterday. That's why he left such a clear print there yesterday, then. I want to get a kit from my radio car and drive back here. What for? Take a couple of photographs of that print. Make a faster impression of it. Help us to identify the horse if we find him. We took the cast and headed for town. To check every horse in the territory would have been impossible, so I had to gamble on a short set. Howdy, Rangers. Howdy. Howdy. Hey, uh, mind dropping that hammer a minute and taking a look at this? Sure thing. Hey, what is it? Plaster cast. Shoe print of a left hind hoof. You remember making a shoe like this, Ed? In common fate, sir. It was caulked or something, I might remember, but I don't know. I know it's a tough one, but all shoes are a little different. Wear in different places. Hoofs have to be fitted for slightly different shapes. That's sure all right. If I come across that shoe now, after seeing the cast, I might recognize it. Good. I'm going to leave this cast here. If anybody brings in a horse to be shod, and the left hind hoof looks like the cast, don't touch it until you call us. You're right glad to have. Keep my eyes open. Any other blacksmiths around here, Sheriff? Oh, not for over 50 miles. Are we going to look for that gun now? You start on it. I'm going to pay another visit to the Triangle Ranch. I want to talk with Mr. Gault again. <laughs> So I went ahead and opened it, and I took him on regular. Oh. One of your hands leave? No, no. You see, I, I had to fire a folk named Harvey Brick. Fired him, huh? Why? Yeah, drinking, making trouble in the bunkhouse, not doing his work. Did this Breck know Coots? No, yeah, just insane around. How did Breck take it when you told him he was fired? Well, <laughs> he was kind of drunk. Cussed me out a little. Is that all? Yep. Then paid him off, gave him an extra month, like a... Do it any hand, and let go. You seem all right after that. You know where this Breck is living now? You hear he's bunked up in one of them deserted dobe huts by the old quips of the mine. Roads washed out, though. All the huts are empty since mine stopped operating. Uh, why? You going soon? I sure intend to. guns today, Chase. Every tough or near tough I could think of. No good, though, huh? No, no hammer marks like the one we're looking for. You fire the guns to get a test shell for comparison? Sure. But I swear none of them was the gun we want. I kept the most likely ones and labeled them for you, though. Good. You can add one more when we test Breck's gun. I hear the shack's now. Oh, boy. Look at that one. Little smoke's coming up the chimney. There's Rick. There's coming. You fellas looking for... Oh. Howdy, Sheriff. Howdy, Greg. Ranger wants a few words with you. Okay. Mind if we come inside? All right. Reckon you know that somebody killed the man who took your place over at the Triangle Ranch. Yeah, so I heard. 
Happened Tuesday afternoon. Where were you? I was right here. Anybody who says I wasn't is a liar. Nobody said anything yet. Where's your shotgun? I don't have a gun. You don't, huh? And where's the gun you cleaned not long ago? I didn't clean. Don't tell me you didn't. This oily rag in the corner says you did. This rag was used for cleaning the gun and nothing else. Better get the gun, Brick. We want to see it. Down to the bunk. Sixteen gauge double barrel. Yeah, loaded too. Hey, let me have it a minute. You've been carrying, Sheriff. Shut up, Rick. Twins, all right, Sheriff. No doubt about these, Mason. Rick, we found these shells on the Triangle Ranch. Hammer marks match yours. And Coots was killed with a shotgun. Not that gun. Sure, you found shells from it on the Triangle Ranch because I worked on the Triangle Ranch, remember? You get laughed out of court with evidence like that. I fired a hundred shots out there. At coyotes. The story could hold this. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Because there's one other thing, Brick. We're all going to take a ride into town after I check the shoes on your horse. Now, that's real interesting, Ranger. Because if we're riding into town, you'll be packing me behind you. I don't own a horse. to Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. Now we continue with tonight's case, The Cactus Pear, an authentic story from the files of the Texas Rangers. Rick had us stopped and he knew it. His story about the coyotes and the empty shotgun shells covered him, and we didn't even have enough to take him in. We left him and headed back for town. If he is the one, Chase, we're going to have a time proving it. Gun would have made a strong case against anybody who hadn't worked on the ranch, but he can alibi that. Yeah. You got something on your mind, Chase. What is it? He swore he hadn't been on the Triangle Ranch in a week since Galt fired him. Yeah. We can't prove otherwise. I don't know. If he did shoot at a coyote, it must have been before Galt fired him. That means those empty shells would have been lying out in the ground when it rained two days ago. Cardboard portion of the shells don't look like they've been wet. The sun could have dried them out after the rain, Chase. Yeah, there's some metal on the shell, too. I'm going to send those shells through to the lab at Austin. You think they'll be able to tell if they've been out in the rain or not? Metal gets wet. There's got to be some oxidation. I will know whether there is or not. If there isn't, I mean the shells were fired in the past two days. Yeah, but he'd still stick to his story, Chase. You know how a jury is with scientific evidence. A little leery of it sometimes. I know we'll need more. I wasn't thinking of the shells as jury evidence. I was thinking of them as a time saver for us. Oh, he's telling the truth. We'll have to start all over. But if he's lying, we'll have to trip him up. through to Austin, and while I waited for a report, I drove to Coop's old home at Marfa. He'd been well-liked there. No reason for anybody to follow him and kill him. It was a routine check, and on the way back, I got my report from Austin. KTX 80, Unit 10. 
Unit 10 to KTXA. Go ahead. Have report the Boston lab on exhibits submitted by Unit 10 for examination. Ready for it. Lab report slight oxidation probably caused by brief exposure to normal night moisture. No evidence the shells were thoroughly soaked, though. No indication of such exposure in lab report. 10 for Unit 10 clear.
Watch out for that shotgun. He wants gunplay. He can have it. We'll know. He answers the door. All right, Brack. Open up. We know you're in there, Brack. Now, come on. Maybe waiting in there so he can nail us with that shotgun if we bust in. We can wait out here for you, Brick. Yeah. That light in there could keep us waiting all night if he's gone. You mean it's a trick to slow us up? We'll find out. Keep that door covered while I kick it in. Let's... Brick had made his getaway. We went over the ground outside to get his direction. That's what rugged country we followed as fast as the southern horsemen. Cutting back and forth to pick up his mark. Now he's... Up into these hills, Sheriff. Made some time. It was easy to trail this far, and he's on foot. Yeah, but we're going to be on foot too now. Why? He's headed for the border, Jake. Rio Grande's that way, but no horse can take this country between here and there. Oh, boy. Oh, Charcoal. How far is it to the river? Forty miles of country the devil won't have, and we'll have to cover every inch of it on foot. That's what he's doing. Come on, let's go. We must be close to him by. Hey, look, Sheriff. That's you. Top of the ridge. Get the cover under that leg. Stay there. I got your pin now. Hobble the horses so they can move off and graze later. We're going to get to him. Long way up that ridge, and we'll be moving right into his sight. You go around that way. All right. Oh, look, whatever cover you can find. I'll go the other way and see if we can't circle in behind him. Down a 
24 hours. Getting dark again, Jimmy. Yes. Another mountains ahead. Hey, wait. Losing? No. No, cut over this way. Something on the ground by that cactus patch. Yeah. Blood for water again, he said it, too. Still wet. Yeah. Go. Get a drink for yourself. Where's the country going? Never answer. Please know just where to dig. There's even a mouthful of water. What you doing over there? He ain't here. Rested, too. Cactus pears and cut the skin. Sun hasn't dried the snow on it yet. He's only an hour or so ahead now. His tracks show he's slowing down. Still going fast enough to make that river sometime tonight, though. He'll be there, too, then. <laughs> Little water running up in this hole now, Chase. You better take him out for him. You first. Then let's move.
starring in the MGM production Stars in My Crown. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, Wilms Herbert, Tom McKee, and Gerald Moore. This story was transcribed and adapted by Joel Murkoff, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keith. This is Hal Gibney speaking. Chimes mean good times on NBC. Monday means music on NBC. Tomorrow night, the voice of Firestone presents a selection of melodies in the Christmas spirit with Metropolitan Opera star Jerome Hines, a soloist. The NBC Symphony brings you another one-hour concert featuring works by Vivaldi and Beethoven under the baton of the brilliant young conductor Guido Cantelli. Stay tuned for the $64 question with more good times on NBC.